How's it going? It's Jim Rowan here. Doing another one of these. It is uh, number 11. Now, I didn't listen to uh, all of last week's episode to uh, catch up on what I may or may not have promised, but I believe my working plan was to binge watch Best of the Super Juniors or the Tag League, one or the other, and um, therefore by this time, recording this on the 19th of December, a beautiful Saturday, after a rainy week, um, by this time I would have a comprehensive tournament episode. But that is not what happened. Uh, I, I watched one match, which was one of the, just like the first match on the show, just one of the opening tag matches. Um, that's as far as I got. Uh, I did watch a few matches this morning, but I kind of just skipped through them. Basically, I was never going to be able to do it. I had a really busy week. So... For this episode, I think um, I think I'm just going to ramble a bit. We're um, we're at the end of the year, so everyone would be doing, uh, you know, like end of year, best of the year, that kind of thing, kind of episodes. So I thought, look, I've written, let's see, a uh, hundred, oh, two hundred and sixty-seven pages with. 148,848 words this year on the subject of wrestling and fights. Fights fake and not fake. Uh, Fights of varying degrees of fakeness. So I thought, well, I guess I could just do one of those. Just roll through everything and and see what stands out to me and just kind of talk about it. Should be maybe a, a shorter episode. But see... Here's the thing, episode 11, I'm still in very much a uh, experimental phase of this podcast here, Uh, although I am looking to enter 2021 with uh, more direction when it comes to this podcast, Um, which is at this time, let's see if this changes by next week, at this time it's looking like I'm probably just going to focus on New Japan and incorporate more of the history into it. I think I might go back. Uh, might go back. I've done a lot of watching and, and writing about the Enochiism era uh, leading up to, in, in particular, what I would say, the, the change and the current era. Although I think maybe that era is even over it's always hard to figure out exactly what you know defining an era is always in hindsight so i'm not sure yet but i'm kind of feeling like new japan has already hit the peak of either this particular era and you know we're in the start of the next one um so yeah, I don't know. I think I might just um, 
go back to the good old days and that'll be a lot of fun because I didn't watch it at the time. Uh, I've gone back just out of interest. I love watching old wrestling so and, and learning about it and, and watching it in order to try and appreciate what it was at the time and what it meant at the time and um, yeah, you know, follow the stories and whatnot. So that's um, that's next year. Let's talk about the year that was, 2020. Uh, a big one. Everyone loved it. It was uh, widely praised um, for its... Uh, what was it praised for? Uh, 2020 was praised for... Maybe maybe it wasn't praised much. Well, I think some good wrestling happened, at least at the start. And that's where we'll start. January. The first note I have in here is AEW Dynamite on the 2nd of January. And I clearly didn't watch it because it's just the results. And then WWE NXT, a best of clip show. Uh, oh, here we go. NWA Power. It was episode 12. Aldous, oh, Aldous versus Storm. Storm had a fantastic promo the week prior, apparently. This was, um, this was the good old days. Karate expert Aaron Stevens with the, uh, Mongrovian clutch. Because Mongrovian is the name of his made-up karate style. Trevor Murdoch. Yeah, this was good stuff. I liked uh, NWA back then. We had Eddie Kingston and Homicide with the Pope in apparently an aimless conversation. Eli Drake. Yeah, this was good stuff. It's a shame what happened to NWA. Hopefully they can recover in the year to come. MLW Fusion, 91. Yeah, back when we had uh, crowds. And of course, uh, speaking of Crowds, we got Wrestle Kingdom here, an event in which I attended. I was one of the many in that crowd. Much bigger crowd on the first night uh, to the event. But um, that was a lot of fun. Maybe I can... Uh, it'll be too much clicking and noise. I was going to say I could try and like pull up my itinerary for my Japanese trip. Um, and talk on that a little bit, but it was, I think we flew in on the 28th, which was a Saturday. I think we left on a Saturday. Let's see if I got that. Well, let's go less clicking. December 2019. Yes, the 28th is a Saturday. So I think we arrived like 10 p.m. that night and then... Um, yeah, so we were there a week until, uh, the Tokyo Dome show. We were in Shinjuku. Uh, we did a quick trip away for a, a couple nights at the snow, just over the, um, New Year's there. We had New Year's Eve, the countdown in Shibuya, which was so anticlimactic. We nearly died because the crowd was surging. There was people pushing you. It's way too many people in one place. And then 
like risked our lives for what? Just like some confetti went in the air because in Japan, it's like a solemn occasion. People go to temples and stuff, so they don't want to make a lot of noise. So it was, uh, it sucked. It sucked. Um, I should have just gone to a temple. I definitely would have if I knew that. Um, okay. But then, yeah, trip to the snow and then it was Wrestle Kingdom time. So what have we got here? I didn't watch the first match, which was, um, oh gosh, Hanakamura was in it. That's a sad story from 2020. One of many. Mayu Iwatani and Arisa Hoshiki defeated Hanakamura and Julia in the uh, Stardom special opener. Um, yeah, but you know, no one's there yet, so it was probably pretty dead for that. I wasn't there yet. I think I came in during the second match. I think I was just kind of wandering around at the top. It was um, the young fellas, Suji and Yuramura, um, Makabe and Honma against... Oh no, I think I missed... Oh, there's two matches here. I just grouped them all together. Nagata, Nakanishi, Kojima and Tenzan. That's the one I walked in on. So I missed two matches and then pretty much missed that match too because I was wandering around. Um... Yeah, I actually got really lucky when it came to the tickets for this. I wanted the 1F seating for the first event for the first match. And then I thought, hell, I'll try my luck. I'll try and get floor seats for the second night. And I did. What I didn't realize, though, is that I guess, well, I was buying them kind of frantically because, you know, it was just as they were released and um, I wanted to get the best tickets I could. And, you know, you never know. Maybe it's going to be extra, uh, you know, bigger than you expect and it actually sells out. So, um, I didn't take enough notice of the cart, it seems, and I bought like eight tickets or something like that. I only needed two, uh, two for the first night, two for the second night. So, four tickets. I think I got like ten tickets. It was something ridiculous. And it cost so much money and it took maybe like six weeks or something like that. But eventually I got my, I got exactly, exactly what I wanted. I got the tickets I wanted and I got my money back for the ones that I didn't want. Um, that was E plus shout out E plus. Cause that was awesome. The way they handled it. It took a while and it was kind of stressful, but, um, cause that was a lot of our, you know, that was probably a, probably close to a couple thousand dollars that, I um, would have been thrown away that uh, certainly could have been used elsewhere on the trip but um, no, it worked out anyway, let's talk about the bloody wrestling here we had the retirement match Liger, Fujinami, Great Sasuke and Tiger Mask versus Samurai, Sano, Otani Takaiwa and Taguchi with uh, Kuni... Kuniaki Kabayashi? Sorry. Oh, no, he was just at ringside. Yeah, right, okay. He came down with him, Kabayashi. And the referee was Norio Honaga. So, um, yeah, just a bunch of old guys. Liger got a huge pop. Um, lots of chance. And fun had by all. 
Sonata Evil, Takagi and Bushi versus Zack, Suzuki, Taichi and Desper- Desperado. Um, yeah, nothing much going on yet. Goto, Ishii, Yano versus Yoshi, Kenta, Fale. Nothing going on yet. Oh, Mr. Page. Oh, yeah, we had the um, Tag Team Championship. That's right, because uh, Finjuice won the Tag League last year. And um, did they win the belts? Yeah, they did. They won the belts from Tamatonga and Tangaloa at the start of the year. And then there was the Texas Death Match for the United States Championship. John Moxley versus Lance Archer. I was going for Archer. I was, uh, you know, I mean, I wasn't yelling all the time. I was a few beers in, I'll admit, by this point. But it wasn't like I was, I don't know, I don't think I was yelling that much. And then, uh, I don't know, I think she just might have been an AEW fan because I was saying stuff like, yeah, get that AEW punk, or something like that, just being silly. And some girl in front of me turned around and was just like, you're making too much noise. You're making too much noise at this, at this participatory, participatory, participatory event where it's expected that the crowd will contribute to the match. So, uh, yeah. And then she got up to leave, uh, after the event, she was kind of acting like that's not what you do here. Like she, oh yeah, I've been to Japan four times and then she got up to leave and she just left all the fucking rubbish there in her seat so I don't think that's what you do there either I think you should clean up after yourself it's a particularly a thing in Japan participatory no participate and uh, but no Moxley won that one. Oh, this was amazing Hiromi versus Osprey that was a crazy match that was that was one of the best matches of the year I think I remember that one and then we had the IC title, Nida versus Jay White. And the main event, of course, Kota Ibushi versus Okada. Okada getting the job done. He, uh, this is he, he had a new outfit, the outfit that he's wearing now, nowadays. Spectacular entrance. He has trunks now rather than short shorts. Yeah, that's when he debuted his newer look. Um, and then I met Okada, not that long afterwards, it was, um, because I remember on these nights, uh, what was it, it might have been a day or two before the event, and I was like, oh, hey, there's, um, Ebrietta's, the, uh, Yano's sports bar. And I thought, hell, let's uh, wait out. It was kind of close to... I looked up the opening time and it was in like 15 minutes. I was like, hell, let's let's wait here and see if we can get in. But the place was booked. They had bookings there. And it was all booked out by white people, by wrestling fans, white people with beards. Um, so I was, pretty, I was a bit disappointed. I was like, that would have been cool to go see Yano's. Although it was Yano himself that was like, sorry, no space. So that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, that's something. But um, we ended up being back in town uh, at the end of our trip, which was like, 
just kind of I want to say January 21st or 2nd sort of somewhere around then and we uh oh actually no I I made a booking I knew we were going to be back there I was like oh hell I'll make a booking we'll see what it's like let's go back so we go in Yano's there of course that's his day job or night job whatever well kind of both whatever and um so that was cool and he came over to the table and I was he was just like you know didn't think much of it he was just uh cleaning up or you know putting menus out or something like that and I just said you know hey Yano uh I'm a fan it's nice to meet you hi Jimmy Mashte whatever he's like oh yeah cool thanks you know enjoy your meal which was not that great, actually. It was like <laughs> just they didn't have much on the menu. They had popcorn, which you can have for free, um, and then they had I don't know. It just it it was just we ordered a steak. It was just some big bloody and I say bloody like as in I I don't I like the steak rare, but it was just kind of I don't know not like really appetizing looking, and it was just the steak. It wasn't anything else. So we had some steak. And uh, I was looking at my girlfriend like, hey, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to stay here. You know, we came, we experienced it. I met Yano, that's cool. Let's go. And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll stay a little longer. We'll stay a little longer. We still got time. We can do something else after if you want. And like two minutes later, there's a, a bit of a, you know, you see, oh, and seats moving and a bit of a, a, a slight commotion. And I look over my shoulder and bloody Okada walked in. And then Yano sees him at the table next to ours. The tables are all, they're just big long tables. It's kind of like a shared eating experience in a sense. Okada came in with a couple of his friends. And um, once Yano was done with his work, he sat down too. But before then, I gave him a little space. I was like, oh, you know, they're having a conversation. I don't want to intrude. And then, um, but my girlfriend's under the table kicking me, like, say something, say something. Actually, she wasn't even under the table at first. She was (laughs) saying like, um, hey, you should say something. And I'm like, hey, he speaks English. Uh, He knows what you're saying. You're sitting right next to him. Um, So that bitch, but, excuse me, but that did kind of... um, I mixed two words up and it sounded like I called my girlfriend something that I didn't mean to. It's put me off now. Um, what, what it did do was uh, <laughs> prompt me into, okay, well, I guess I better do something because he's probably like, all right, when, why are these, these people are talking about me and they're not talking to me. So I, I think I said, uh, sumimasen, the excuse me, uh, and then switched right back to English, of course. I said, can I buy the heavyweight champion a drink? Or I'd like to buy the heavyweight champion a drink. Of course, he wasn't heavyweight champion. He'd lost it a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, once a heavyweight champ, always a heavyweight champ. Why not? Just calling him the heavyweight champ. It's a fun thing to be called. I'd, I'd want to be called it if I was heavyweight champ. So he's like, yeah, okay. And Yano comes over and he orders... Oh, no, it wasn't Yano. It was the you know other server, waiter. And um, he... Yeah, calls him over and goes, um, he gets a highball and he gets a big one. He gets a big mug of it, which is cool. Like, I want to have a drink with him. I want him to stick around. So, um, 
but that's all he drank, I think. I mean, he might have had, I think he had one before that one, a smaller one. But then when it was on my bill, he ordered a big one. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he was going a bit red in the face by the end. But he kept telling me to buy beers, which uh, I suppose he's supporting his friend, isn't he? Yeah, you have another one. But I think the waiter was against it. The waiter was like, mm, no, you, 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 you know, we, we kind of want you out of here. But who's going to say no to Okada, you know? And Okada's the one saying, telling us to stay. So, yeah, that was cool. I mean, we had a... I was getting... A, I got him some popcorn. We sat there. We were eating our popcorn, drinking our drinks, having a conversation. I tried not to really talk about wrestling too much. He asked me some questions about wrestling, like who my favorite wrestlers was or, or were. Um, and I wasn't lying when I said it was him. I'm a, I'm a big Okada mark. So, um, yeah, and I was like, well, I liked... Uh, Shibata before that and, and Nakamura is probably the guy that got me into it and um, but yeah I didn't really ask him wrestling questions I thought that was a bit I didn't want a fangirl you know so I asked him about the sumo he's a big sumo fan uh, he said he's uh, got a friend that does it and we ended up going to the sumo I think it was like the next night or something like that and his friend was cool as he was like the smallest guy and he beat a bunch of them uh, what was his name? I don't think I'll be able to remember. But um, yeah, he was like our favorite, even if Okada didn't tell us that he was friends with him. Um, and then his friends were cool too. Uh, one of them was um, in a band. Uh, it looked like it was like a pretty good band. Um, in, or like popular band, I guess. I don't know. They had a YouTube channel. I guess that's not hard. I have a YouTube channel. But um yeah it was kind of like sis oh, that's what i said to him it's like system of a down he's like yeah yeah system of a down. he didn't speak really any english but he knew what system of a down was and then the other guy was a rugby coach i don't know exactly i think it was like one of the maybe like the junior national Jap- japanese rugby coach or something like that um yeah so i can't and his english was okada had the best english of him he had a little bit of english and he um we talked about kind of Australian rugby a little bit, like rugby league and uh, state of origin, which uh, he knows more about than me, I, I'm sure. But that was our little connection. Um, yeah, but one of the like highlights of the trip, for sure, just getting to meet and chat with Okada. He was really cool. We took some pictures after. Unfortunately, my girlfriend had the camera, so they're awful photos, but... Whatever, it's a cool memory. Um, I'm just, I'm just talking. We're 20 minutes in. I'm just talking about me. Night two, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, what happened on this show? There was the second, well, the real retirement match. Liger and Sano versus Hiromu and Really. Um, yeah. British heavyweight match. Oh, that was the uh, United States Championship match. John Moxley retained against Juice Robinson. That might be looked back on now with uh, some regret, given the situation they are with that title now. Um, Kenta versus Godo. And Kenta, of course, was to beat... Oh, sorry, well, beat down... Uh, Naito after his big win. Oh yeah, Chris Jericho and Tanahashi. That was something. Yeah. And then New Year's Dash. Or New Year Dash. Um, I went to this one too. 
and um, we were there early, so we went to a little bar around the corner, and um, just you know, I mean, all the bars, most bars in Japan are, are small, I guess, but it's cool because it's intimate, and they, you know, they'll say hello. There was a guy there. I mean, they didn't have a lot of English, but there's always Google Translate that helps a little bit. And he just asked why we were there, and I was like, oh, there's a New Japan show, uh, the Progress. Shin Nippon Progress. And um, they're like, oh, really? Is that still a thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, they kind of laughed about it, which is the reaction I got from most people when, because um, of course, you know, you're a foreigner, you meet people, they ask why you're visiting, and that's one of the reasons. So, yeah. But any anytime I'd like, just be like, uh, well, you know, uh, progress, like, uh, you know, um, Muto Keiji, Muto Keiji, or you know, um, uh, Hashimoto Shinya, uh, or you know, you go back the further back you go, the more likely they are to know who you're talking about. Um, well, you know, uh, Choshu, oh yeah, Choshu, and then you say Enoki, and they're like, oh okay, everyone knows Enoki. Like they're like they look at you like an, you're an idiot. Like you just said, you know, who is Donald Trump or something? Gosh, is that the reference? For my period, is that our reference? Donald Trump? Well, you don't know who Donald Trump is? I guess, you know, well, it's not about being popular, it's just about being known. So, yeah, but that was a fun show too. And of course, Anoki was on that show, which was cool. Um, he had a special message for uh, Liger because the um, retirement ceremony was the first thing. And everyone was out for that. Oh, by the way, I, I would ask if anyone knew who Tanahashi was. And no. Everyone knew. Most people would respond to Three Musketeers and anything before that. But um, no one knew the current guys at all. And one guy, he said it in Japanese, but I knew enough to think that he probably said, isn't that for girls or something like that? Um, he was laughing, laughing to his friend. Whatever. It's not as insulting when it's in another language. It's like, well, that's cool. Um, and yeah, okay. So that was cool. I actually bought the shirt. I've not really, I don't think I've even worn it again. That Liger shirt. I just wanted some kind of memento from the event. So I was like, hell, I'll buy the Liger shirt. Uh, I need to spend some money, damn it. And... Yeah, so that was that event. That was fun. Oh, what happened at the end of that one? Oh, yeah, Kento was getting booed hard out. And the guy sitting next to me, I think, you know, I think it was an, an American fellow. Big Taiji, Tai Chi, rather, fan. And um, he was trying to start a Tai Chi chant. No one was... No one was... Uh, buying in but um he had a good sense of humor about it yeah i wasn't even back then i don't think i really i was not much of a tai chi fan now that i paid more attention to the promos i realized what i've been missing but um yeah okay let's move along we haven't even got close to out of january yet we're half an hour in here um aew oh, we have aw news here on the 15th of january Warner Media extended the television partnership through 2023. 
As part of an extension, TNT will air AEW on a second night in addition to the Wednesday weekly program, Dynamite. Um, And Tony Khan said in a statement, when we launched AEW a year ago, we wanted to start a revolution. Oh, who cares? But yeah, that's when that happened. Um, Oh, here I actually made a note of it. It was on the 18th of January that I met Yano and Okada. Um, here's UFC, what was on that card? Oh, that was the Conor McGregor fight. So I saw that in Japan as well. This should be the final Japan story. Um, yeah, I went to a smoky, (laughs) I actually made a booking because it was like the only place that I could find online that, um, in Japan that was showing the UFC. Um, and it was in, uh, I forget the name of the part of Tokyo that it's in. But, um, yeah, I wanted to see the Conor McGregor fight. So, oh, that was the day we were at the sumo. So, um, we watched some of the sumo in the morning. I was pretty hungover because that was the night after Okada. Meeting Okada, I was drinking all night with him. So, I need to, much slower drinker than me, excuse me. If I have it in front of me, it's gone. That's it. Same with food. It's in front of me, it's gone. But, um, yeah. Went to this, uh, got a train from the sumo to the other side of town. Got in just as, like, the last fight was ending. I'd made a booking at this place. I could tell there was no way my booking was going to be on. And I get to the door and he's like, uh, you know, you've got to buy tickets to get in. Um, and you know, you get a drink out of it or something. And the last thing I wanted was a drink. It's like, you know, I don't know, one o'clock in the afternoon and I'm hung over and I'm like, okay, whatever. I paid like 50 bucks to get into this place and, uh, just gave away my drink voucher to some dude and, um, watched this fight that lasted 40 seconds. I mean, it was cool, but... Yeah, and it was uncom. It was just a hot, packed bar, Irish pub, uh, Irish pub, um, standing room only. It was people like just on top of tables. It is. It was so opposite COVID. Um, you know, you'd you, you, you'd be horrified to see it today, but um, absolutely packed to the brim, and um, yeah. The entrance, just Conor McGregor's entrance lasted longer than the fight, let alone the entrances. Um, That was an impressive fight that we smashed him. And then um, Zack Sabre Jr. walked past, or as my girlfriend likes to call him, Light Sabre Jr. And so that was my, that was another wrestling sighting. And then at the end of the trip, I um, went looking for Suzuki's place, but I couldn't find it. I think it was probably on a different level or, or, or something than what I, uh, yeah, well, obviously it was somewhere different from where I was looking for, um, it. So it would have been cool to meet Suzuki, but, um, oh, well, I, uh, had some cool run-ins and then what else have we got? MLW, NWA, the Jericho Cruz. 
Jer Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager. And there they had the AEW World Tag Team Championship match between Kenny Omega and Hangman Page uh, versus SCU. And they took the titles from SCU. Did Omega and Hangman. Um, yeah, nice one. Oh, we had uh, on NXT that following week, Keith Lee defeated Roderick Strong for the North American title and would go on to unify that with the heavyweight... Oh, what are they? The NXT title, it's called. Whatever. Oh, wow, Deontay Wilder versus uh, Tyson Fury 2. Did that ever happen? Surely it did. They had a press conference here. Um... Right, yeah. Um, Fury knocked him out, didn't he? Fury stopped him. Let's see if we can find that. That first fight was awesome. UFC, what was on that one? Nothing. Blades and Dos Santos. Where's this uh, boxing? Oh, we had the Royal Rumble. I noted that the crowd were pretty friendly to Roman Reigns. That's different. Um, oh, they had the women's rumble first. Who won that? Oh, Santina Morella, <laughs> 29. That's pretty funny. Um, Shayna Baszler. And Charlotte eliminates Baszler with a terrible head scissors from outside the ring. Charlotte has her choice of championship opponents at WrestleMania. She doesn't choose, but she would go on to choose the NXT title so that she could go bury, uh, what's her name, the Aussie from South Australia. Um, yeah, which was a great choice. Okay, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he comes out first. That's right. This was cool. I know there's a bunch of dorks that don't like Brock Lesnar. and I have an article up. This is another thing I want to do in the, the new year. I want to get back I mean I always do the writing I don't just I just don't necessarily release it so uh, last year I did an article on I oh, was it last year started this year now it's probably last year oh, I don't know but um, it was um, about uh, Brock Lesnar and it was called like he's the perfect pro wrestler or something like that which is bullshit but you know you just got to have a grabby title um, just explaining why he's uh, a cool character on this show on for, for WWE and this was another example of it where um, you know he's just this big beast I don't remember this happening in a Royal Rumble before just one badass dude comes out at the start and just smashes everyone because there's you know like the Shawn Michaels or the I don't know whoever else has done it where they come in first and they survive for the whole thing but this is just Brock throwing them out and waiting for the next one like, I remember Stone Cold doing that at some point, but he wasn't doing it from number one, was he? I don't know. Not claiming to be a Royal Rumble historian. But this one went to... Oh, Rollins came out last, and I just have... I'm not the only one disappointed. I'm not a huge... I think Rollins could be really good, but I don't ever seem to really like much of what he does. Um... And that was when I was watching this. But um, yeah, I just have here number 30, Seth Rollins. I am not the only one disappointed. The crowd 
does not react. Someone's making noise next door. Um, and then the end of this, oh, Orton was in, Edge was in, uh, and McIntyre won. That's right. Because he went on to have that lonely WrestleMania. We have um, New Japan New Beginning. Marty Skrull makes a surprise appearance. Big Pop, back when they were a thing, to challenge Jay White at Ring of Honor Supercard. Oh, what's this one? We've got NWA Power Dealer versus Villain. Who was that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, of course. That's Marty. This is when Marty's like, everyone's being, everyone's clamoring for his signature, I think, before he signed a new contract and then got tied up in that um, Me Too business and it's kind of faded away now. Which, you know, I don't know if he's guilty or not. No opinion on it. No knowledge behind it. But um, if he were to be guilty for it, then, uh, you know, good riddance to you. We've finally made it to February, by the way. New Beginning USA. What happened on this one? Not much of anything, really. Yeah, it was just a... Yeah, nothing match at the end. Who cares? Um, MLW Fightland. That was a big show. Oh, New Beginning. First of Feb, who was the main event here? Uh, Evelyn Ishii. Never title Takagi versus Goto. And uh, that's when Shingo first won the Never Openweight title. February 1st, 2020. That's his first uh, title in New Japan. Or singles title, anyway. Yeah, that's cool. Um, night two had... Who was on top of that card? Taichi versus Okada. Is that the main event? Oh, it was, you know. There you go. Um, Got to roll through this bit quicker, I think. I'm only barely into February. 40 minutes in. Um, not that I'm in a rush. I did just buy Call of Duty, though, a couple of weeks ago. I haven't had heaps of time to play it. That's right, I'm a big, big fat casual. Getting on into the Call of Duty. I haven't bought one in a couple of years, so it's kind of just, you know, you know what to expect. It's just kind of a bit of mindless fun. Got a couple friends on it, you know, so. The uh, UFC 247. What, what is interesting here, though, is to see when... Uh, COVID kicks in. What do we have on that one? Oh, that was John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. Yeah, real um, close fight that one. But Jones got the decision. And, oh, new beginning in Osaka. Osaka, oh, imagine this. Osaka Joe Hall is sold out and looks fantastic. Little were we to know. Actually, we were to know a little bit because, so we flew back from Japan um, 22nd, 23rd of January, I think it's something like that. And even then on the flight, um, like we were told, you, you might get, um, there might be some kind of, uh, I don't even know if they were calling it 
I guess it was just coronavirus back then. It wasn't COVID yet. That didn't take over as the term. Um, yeah, there, there might be some kind of coronavirus check when you get off. Ended up being nothing. They didn't check us at all for anything. It was just when it's normal. But um, so, yeah, that's uh, before January is over. So in February, I don't think it's really become worldwide yet, but it was definitely a thing. Definitely a thing. I don't have any mention of it yet, though. Let's. Oh, what was the main event of uh, that one? Oh, that was uh, Kenta attempting to take the double championship from Naito and not being successful. Um, oh, Jeff Cobb, his appearance on AEW on the 13th wasn't to last long. He signed with New Japan. Um, Tiger Hattori retires. Oh, what was this? NWA The Circle Squared. This show features videos sent in by independent wrestlers. That's right. Yeah, it was kind of a bit of a reality show uh, where the fans can influence who gets a contract. Um... Wonder what happened to that? If they kept doing it, or if COVID took it away? Yeah. Um, or if they just thought it was a bad idea that no one cared about, no one voted that he couldn't keep doing it. Oh, here we go! Holy, sh all this time later, the boxing match. Fury versus Wilder. Tyson finishes Wilder in the seventh when Wilder come oh that's right Wilder's corner threw in the towel he was getting smashed though um because uh yeah his eardrum might have been busted because his equilibrium was off uh, Fury licks the bloody neck of Wilder holy shit <laughs> he's so crazy um Wilder's cornerman said there was no agreement over the towel being thrown in and he was against it which is stupid. Wilder was done. First knockdown happened in the third. Fury to Wilder. And he knocks him down again, but that was ruled a slip. Um, Wilder trips again. He just doesn't seem very confident. Yeah, it was it was a very one-sided fight. Because um, the first fight was a classic. There's a, okay, here we go. The 26th of February, New Japan News. Due to the outbreak of the coronavirus, events scheduled in the first half of March have been cancelled. The anniversary event and the early rounds of the New Japan Cup will not take place and the rest of the schedule cannot be delayed. As the rest of the schedule cannot be delayed. Wait, what? Early rounds of the New Japan Cup will not take place and... And I've just got very disappointing news, but understandable given the fear surrounding the virus. Oh, jeez. If only you knew. Um, oh, WWE Super Showdown. Oh, no. I thought that was the Australian one that I had no interest in attending. But that's a Saudi Arabia one. Cool. March. Now things are getting 
real. I think it was toward the end of March is when I got sent home, started having to work from home, which turned out great. I bought this PC and told the tax man it was because of work. I need a gaming PC. It's uh, important that my work programs function at a certain capacity. Um, let's see if this app is still NWA Power going on. Episode 20. Oh, here we go. UFC 248. Adesanya versus Romero. That was a terrible fight. <laughs> that was a terrible fight. But I'm glad Adesanya won. I was split, even though uh, Whitaker's an Aussie and he is, um, you know, such a good dude and people easy to like. Um, I was I was kind of torn. I kind of I wanted to go for Whitaker, but there was just I was something in me just being like, no, that Adesanya's a star. I kind of want to see what he does. Hopefully, that blossoms into a uh, a great rivalry that they can bring over here. And hopefully they can do it soon because um, I know Whitaker doesn't want to fight anytime soon. He said he wanted a break after the last one. But um, yeah, I mean, there's been a couple of outbreaks here and there down south. But I believe, and I believe I talked about this on one of the podcasts, uh, in my city of Brisbane, there was a we had the first or it was the largest event the largest um sports event in the world since the virus really kind of took over was the state of origin 50,000 people inside Suncorp Stadium Lang Park so um I mean you could do it here come on over here UFC we'll sell out your stadium and we would too. We'd pack. You'd with floor seating. You'd probably get. You'd probably get. Oh, actually, I wonder how many they sold to that Manny Pacquiao fight. They had Manny Pacquiao in Suncorp Stadium. I doubt that was sold out though. But I don't know. I feel like you could go close to eighty thousand inside there. Um, and I think, like, I'm just talking in terms of capacity, but. In terms of actually selling 80,000 tickets, Adesanya versus Whitaker, maybe. Strong undercard and heaps of hype around that fight. I don't know, man. I think they could do it. Especially with everyone just like clamoring for something to do because stuff like that's just been rare, you know. But um, that'd be cool. I'd definitely buy tickets. I'd be there. I would be there. Um... WWE news on the 17th after a lot of criticism regarding the delay the decision is finally made to move WrestleMania 36 out of the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa it will now take place in the Performance Center yeah they left it at the last minute it says here that um, there are there have been rumors there have since been rumors oh because they said everything's going to be in the Performance Center from now on but there have since been rumors suggesting WWE will attempt to push WrestleMania forward into June and hold the event in Madison Square Garden. Can you fucking imagine New York in June? Smart. Yeah, and then the NWA, they also made an announcement the same day um, just to cancel events entirely. 
the Crockett Cup doesn't go ahead. And then Dana White on the same day. Everyone caved on the same day. He says uh, events, but <laughs> he said events would go ahead as well, similar to Vince McMahon, without an audience. Um, so, yeah, the March 22nd, March 29th, and April 11th cards were all, he calls it postponed. It's not really what it is. They're cancelled. The fights are postponed. The event is cancelled. Um, oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no. The only one he didn't... The next one after April 11th was supposed to be UFC 249, which was going to be Tony Ferguson versus Khabib, which was... Um, yeah, supposed to be the big one. I don't remember what happened around... I'll get to it. I'll get to whatever cancelled that one, but... Um, yeah. Wasn't to be. And it'll never happen now. Oh, on the 26th, John Jones arrested for DUI and having a weapon in his vehicle. Admitted to drinking vodka earlier in the evening. Yeah. Moving on to April. Yeah, he had WrestleMania. I didn't watch it. I don't know if I even would have watched it if it was in a stadium. I am so done with that company. Like, I was, I've been done for years, but, like, I'm not even... I'll still watch Royal Rumble. Their Royal Rumbles are actually... I think they're pretty good. Like, the last couple, it's been, like, the only WWE I've actually watched the the whole year. Because of the last few years, I'll watch Royal Rumble and I'll watch... Well, at least skip through Royal Rumble and WrestleMania and watch the main stuff that I like the sound of. But, um... I think their Royal Rumble matches are pretty good, the, the last couple that I can recall. Um, oh, on the 11th of April, uh, Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson, The Revival were released from their contracts. And they would have ended up in AEW. Yeah, and then UFC 249 was officially postponed. Uh, oh, that time, Nurmagomedov. Oh, I can never get that name right. Khabib pulled out because it became Ferguson versus Gaethje and Gaethje beat him. And then Khabib just smushed Gaethje. Damn. All right. Let's move forward a little quicker here. Oh, that was WWE. Um, Howard Finkel passed away at 69... And um, WWE went on to <laughs> release a bunch of people. Drake Maverick cried on camera. And they ended up bringing him back because he cried so much. Which is good, I guess. I don't know if he has a family, like, whatever. Good for him. Oh, jeez. Wouldn't have been how I would have handled it. Carl Anderson who insinuated he was returning to Japan, but what did he do? Went to Impact. EC3, Leo Rush, Kurt Hawkins. Heath Slater. That was a... It's, that's kind of sad. Um, no Way Jose. He didn't last. Rusev. But he was fine with it. And he's arguably the biggest name on this list. It's otherwise mostly just kind of... 
um, NXT people. Alyssa Marino went on to be... She was the, the commentator I thought was pretty good. I think for Ring of Honor. Anyway. Um, dum, 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 dum. Overeem versus Walt Harris. Carnyland. That was poor NWA's attempt at... Oh, no. What's causing all this? <laughs> Nick Aldis's podcast. I think that lasted like four weeks and he's like, fuck this. Um, and Eli Drake. Oh, gee. They tried. But... Yeah. Oh, Shad Gaspard. Another death. Don't mean to be just reading out all the deaths, but then on the 22nd, Hannah Kimura. That's a very sad one. Both of those are very sad, of course, but... Um, I don't Shad had lived more years than Hannah had. Um, oh, Mike Tyson on AEW Dynamite on the 28th. That's kind of cool. What else have we got here? In your house, huh? The NXT takeovers. Cute idea. And then the New Japan Cup first round in an empty arena. That was how that started. Oh, that was how Okada started doing the that bloody... What's it called? Uh, Cobra Clutch? Yeah. Which he's still trying to get over. Nearly a year later. Nine months later. Um, okay. Do we have anything else of note? Oh, is this... Okay. 4th of July. NJPW Lions Break Collision. Which was later to be called Strong. This is the beginning of... The show that I've made famous on this podcast um, for just how much I hate it. It didn't appear that I was um, too... Oh, Alex Coughlin was on it. I wonder what happened to him. But, um, yeah, I wasn't too... Uh Negative on the first one. And then there's the next one. And, yeah, I didn't write too much about that either. The New Japan Cup final in Osaka Joe Hall with a third of capacity. That was uh, Evil versus Okada. And then... What happened? Everything is evil. Yeah, that's right. Evil one. But it's because of like a hundred low blows, I imagine. That's how those went. Annoying as. Pity Yan versus Jose Aldo. Oh, Alexander Volkanovsky's rematch with Max Holloway. Even closer than the first one. And then Usman versus Masvidal. That was a disappointment. Except for all five of Usman's fans. On the 12th, Dominion, 
just not the same without a crowd. But we had Naito versus Evil, and Evil freaking won, didn't he? Didn't isn't that the one? Yeah, he won. Evil is the new IWGP double champion. The crowd is mostly quiet. Evil grabs the title belt and puts his foot on his defeated former leader. Evil takes the microphone and the crowd boo. That was before they were told not to boo, I guess. He says he's now the triple champion because he had the uh, trios title as well. But he dropped that one. Slammiversary, more lines break collision. The show has increased from just over 30 minutes long to just under an hour. A new show appears to be taking its place in two weeks called New Japan Strong. That's right. And it was to suck. Sengoku Lord. Now, this is where they aren't allowed to cheer from the 25th of July. Weren't allowed to cheer because it's said to spread the virus quicker. Anything happen on that one? Evil... Oh, that was Evil versus Hiromu. Yeah. And August... Summer Struggle. Oh, that was just a tour. Nothing much going on from what I can see. UFC news. That's uh, on the 18th of August. John Jones vacated the title to... Uh, he didn't confirm it, but it seems like he's going to heavyweight. Main event boxing in Townsville Stadium. 25,000 people to... Oh, it's no, this was a socially distanced Australian boxing event for the IBF Australasian and WBO Global Light Middleweight titles. Tim Zhu versus Jeff Horn. Tim, the son of Costa Zhu. He fought again recently. On the he was the main event of Paul Gallen and Mark Hunt. That was just uh, a couple of days ago. Excuse me. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I think this is a bit of a dud podcast, to be honest. I um. It's my least prepared one, I suppose, because just this morning I thought, no, I won't do a historical one. I'll uh, I'll do a best of the year. And, um, yeah, just rolling through this, it's uh, not quite bringing up the memories I um, thought maybe it might. But um, here's where uh, my podcast started. Where are we? September? Yeah. Midway through September, when the, um, we had the, uh, G1 going on, and, um, I guess, uh, this is stuff I've already talked about then. Well, if we were to skip to the end here, what I try to do is make notes of the best stuff. So best works. So wrestling matches. I have Hiromu Takahashi versus Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom 14. Kota Ibushi versus Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 14. 
Shingo Takagi in Evil versus Ishii and Goto at New Year Dash. I have the Royal Rumble match, the men's Royal Rumble match. Um, and then it, at New Beginning in Sapporo, Night 2, there's two matches here. Osprey versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Taiji versus Okada. I like both of those. On AEW Dynamite, Omega versus Park. Or Pack, is it? Well, whatever it is, who cares? Um, yeah, that was. Uh, obviously, I heard good things about it because I wasn't watching Dynamite at the time, so I must have heard good things and checked it out. We had uh, Okada versus. Hiromu in the New Japan Cup semi-finals. I like that one. Ibushi versus Suzuki at New Japan uh, at the G1, 10-10, 10th of October. And Ishii versus Jay White on the 16th of October. That's all I've got down there. I was definitely not vigilant with that. And then I have best fights. McGregor versus Cerrone because I love a squash match. Trevin Giles versus James Krause at UFC 247. Jon Jacek versus Zhang Wei Li. That was for sure. That was one of the best fights of the year. UFC 248. Shane Burgos versus Josh Emmett. Yeah, I remember that one. And uh, just an ESPN show in July. No, in June. Dan Hooker versus Dustin Poirier. That was also in June. Um... Best promos. This is just all, <laughs> just all NWA power, and Eddie Kingston mostly. But um, yeah, that show was great for promos. Such a shame. Hopefully they can still put something together. But I don't know. Their uh, their best talents found new places to be. I think. I think. Oh, they've still got Eli Drake and Aldis. I mean, he's pretty good, I guess. Um, although there was this one as well, Lauren Murphy at UFC 240, no, UFC 254, not that long ago, in October. Lauren Murphy, I remember that one was, um, it was her asking for a title fight, but she did it in a really nice way. She um, was respectful about it, but at the same time, really kind of talked up the fight. So sometimes when people are doing a promo and they want a title fight, they're just like, I, you know, I really respect him, um, so I'm not going to talk any trash, but I would uh, enjoy uh, having that opportunity. Thank you. The thing is, and people say, oh, well, you know, that's good. He's showing respect. It just doesn't make anyone interested to see the fight if they weren't already interested. Now, the easy way to do it is to pretend or for there actually to be some heat there if if they hate each other or if there's some kind of you know disturbance of the peace between them then that makes sense then now it's personal that's what people you know oh, there's a story behind it but this lauren murphy promo i pointed out because she did it in a way that she was still the good guy uh, but she still made it a fight that you wanted to see because she talked about how hard she worked she talked about who she beat and um, just kind of made herself uh, a credible challenger. And then just in a really, you know, it's all on the line kind of a way, asked for that title fight. So um, it was interesting for that reason. And then um, 
I had uh, Okada's entrance at Wrestle Kingdom 14 as a as a one of the best entrances. Big Pops, this is a fun one. Liger at Wrestle Kingdom 14 uh, at the Royal Rumble. Keith Lee and of course Edge, big reactions. Um, this is obviously all kind of at the start of the year when there was actually crowds. Uh, Liger at the at New Year Dash, of course, his retirement, which isn't like one pop so much as just constant cheering, constant clapping, chanting. Um, Suzuki's Kazeninare at um, New Year Dash and uh, the heat for Kenta. Oh, the heat. The heat for Kenta. They hated him. And it was fun to join in, so I booed him too. Will Ospreay wins the RPW British Heavyweight Championship at Rev Pro High Stakes. Um, yeah, that was, I think it was in his hometown or like in the arena that he, you know, first kind of wrestled in or something like that. And um, yeah, that was a big one. Mighty Skull returns in Ray Lee. Is that how you say it? At the New Beginning show? Yeah, he got a big pop when he returned. We talked about that. Darby Allen returns on AEW Dynamite 20. 20th of uh, February. I've gone back and tried to find that entrance since then, and it's been taken off YouTube, I think. I couldn't find it. Um, I like his entrance theme. I like Darby Allen, and he's got a cool entrance theme, and that was a cool pop. Um, and then Undertaker returns at Super Showdown. So that that was the um, Saudi Arabia show, was it? And then under Best Events, I've got... Wrestle Kingdom 14 and AEW Revolution, but I definitely didn't keep up with that. Then I've got the title changes. That's not that interesting. Um, so that's it. That's where we got up to um, with the podcast, and then, you know, I've gone through more stuff. Haven't watched a whole lot this week to talk about. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry if that wasn't the most entertaining podcast I've done, but... Um, Nice to have a quick look over the year that was and um, hopefully the year that's upcoming will, for no real reason other than selfishness uh, and that I like, you know, crowds selfishly, I would like this coronavirus to go away. Um, Yeah, so we'll see what's coming. Uh, and in terms of this podcast, we'll we'll see what I actually end up doing. Of course, I said last week I was going to do one thing this week. I've done something very different. Probably would have been a lot better if I did what I said. But um, yeah, just couldn't find the time, unfortunately. And um, But look, I'll have no excuse next week because um, I've got a long weekend. I've got that Friday off uh, for Christmas. And hopefully... I don't have much to do. Hopefully I'm not dragged too much. Um, should get most of it done Christmas Eve. So hopefully that works out. And then the following week after that, I've got more days off. I am working a couple of those days, but yeah. All right. Well, anticlimactic finish. I tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll end on this. There was a couple of comments that I've gotten on my videos. And I just wanted to shout them out for being top fans, for supporting me, for putting my children through college, 
the first comment that I got on these videos on YouTube, Lexi O'Donnell, Rebecca Mercer. I don't know if that's two people, Lexi O'Donnell and Rebecca Mercer that share an account, or if this person just has a ridiculous name, including a last name as a middle name, and then a last name after that. But one thing's for sure, Lexi O'Donnell, Rebecca Mercer is a real person. And she said, come back to me with a like kind of okay hand symbol and then a heart eyes face symbol and then a kissy lips symbol and then a, a heart, what is that? Let me get a bit closer here. I think maybe like a heart with a bow around it and then heart with a couple of stars, and then just a normal red love heart, um, is what she said. Come back to me. Lexi O'Donnell, Rebecca Mercer, shout out to you. Um, I don't know what you mean, um, but I hope you come back to me and watch my videos, or at least listen to them. So thank you, Lexi, and or Rebecca. And uh, the other comment, that I got from another very real and appreciated fan is from Mike Z. So Mike Z said, looking forward to seeing more videos. Thanks, Mike. Uh, all the best and good luck with growing your channel. Oh, wow. Thanks a lot, Mike. That's uh, I really appreciate that. Did you ever think of using smzeus.com? Uh, no. It's a handy tool to help you grow your YouTube following. Wow. Okay. Well, let's Google that. S M Zeus. I'm not going to put .com in. Sorry. Let me just move this microphone back. I'm not going to put .com in because it's. I don't know if I trust your mic. See, that's all. Don't take it personally. M S Zeus. M S Zeus review. Okay. How does S M S S M Z E U S work on Reddit? There's a website that promotes your videos for a certain amount of money. I just want to know if that's actually legitimate and does it pay off? Has anyone used it? I hope for an answer. I beg for an answer, actually. Okay. Calm down, Daimar Burger, from one year ago. The first response. Don't. Okay. Why? They are shady. I recently got a spam comment with it. Hey, hold on. They're not all spam comments. Hey, I just got a spam message from SMZ, SM Zeus on my channel too. I really wouldn't trust them, but thanks for making this post. Now I know for sure not to go give them money. Okay. What sub is this on? YouTubers. Should I join this? Is this, am I this person? Am I these people? Oh my god, thanks. I might have accidentally signed up before seeing this. How do I get rid of it? Everyone on his like seven years old. I have a new YouTube channel for beginner card magic if you'd like to subscribe. Uh, well, in fact, I would. Let's see. Most improbable card trick. Can you hear this? He's not 12 or 7. What did I say? He looks like he's probably between 16 and 22. 
Handsome fella too. I'll turn the sound off. And um He's got a few comments there. 66 subscribers. That's pretty cool. Good for you. Let's give him a shout out. Telekinetics Magic. T E L E K sorry. T E L E K I N E T I K capital K S Magic. What else has he got? He's got 200 views on this. Amazing drawing mentalism. What is this? Oh, my internet is shocking. It looks like he's doing a magic trick with his mum. But she looks fun. And slightly hot. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just killing, I'm just kidding, uh, telekinetics magic. Uh, so he's got, no, oh, he's got a bunch of videos. What's that? Okay. He looks kind of buff too. Good for you, telekinetics. Well, there you go. Two comments and a shout out. Um, thanks anyway, Mike Z or Zed, as we say in my part of the world, but I don't think I'll be taking your advice. Though I do very much appreciate that you look forward to seeing my videos and your uh, you wishing me good luck in growing my channel. Thank you, Mike Z. Thank you, Lexi O'Donnell, Rebecca Mercer. And with that, I'm out of here. I'm done wasting my time and yours. So until next time, I'm wasting your time. Have a good one.